Hi everybody, Lisa Tamani here again at Pushing the Limits and today I've got Neil Wagstaff with me, exercise scientist, coach extraordinaire, ultramarathon runner, crazy coach and best buddy. Uh, well, welcome to the show Neil, good to have you back again. Thanks mate, thank you. As always a great introduction, always makes me feel good when you say all those things. Yeah, it's all true mate, it's all true. Right, today's subject everybody is are you really as time poor as you think you are? We're constantly hearing people and I know I've heard it out of my own mouth a lot. I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm so busy. And we want to today unpack this busyness that we're all in and start to look at are we really as busy as we think and are we just uh, not prioritizing the right combination of things and looking for pockets of time to actually put those things in and looking and unpacking that whole week and how we're going to do it. So Neil, how many hours have we got in a week? There's 168 of them, Lisa, 168. So it's a big, it's a big chunk of time. And if you, if you work out if we're all sleeping as we should be, ideally around the, the eight hours, then that's, that's, another, that's a 56 to take off there. So it's still a nice chunk of time we got throughout the week. And what we, um, we often find, we've been through this ourselves, both you know, as individuals and together as a team. And we've looked at how our week's been set up. We've done this on a number of occasions over the years looked at where the opportunities for time are. We've then been through it with our clients, with our athletes, and looked at uh, where their opportunities to, to train are. And nine times out of 10, we always find that there is opportunities to free up time. It's how efficient we've been with our time, how we're viewing our time, and how much time we're taking to do certain activities. Yep. And I mean, I, I, this is something I hear quite often with new people that we're, we're dealing with. I don't have time to train. And I want to reframe that in saying, no, you have time to train. You don't prioritize your training. And that is a completely different ballgame because everyone else comes first because I'm a mum with three kids and the kids come first. But I want you guys to sort of re-examine that and go, no, um, actually my training, my dedication to my health and my wealth being um, is the most crucial thing I can do because if you're always the last on the list, if you're always pouring from your jug of energy into everybody else and you're not refilling yourself, what's going to happen? You're going to get burnt out, you're going to run out and you're going to hit the wall. And I mean, I've done this many a time and it's something I do struggle with still on an ongoing basis. You're just, you know, you give, give, give and you don't prioritize yourself. And it's looking at your daily budget of hours and going, right, what is the first thing that's going to go in there? So Neil, take us through how we block out our time for a start, looking at what should go in there. But so first thing is think about compartmentalizing the time. So a real easy way to do it is simply set yourself. You can, you can use a simple um, A4 sheet, put seven days on it, time it from five in the morning till 10 o'clock at night, and then start to see, right, how's that time going to be filled? Those of you that use Google calendars can do the same thing. You can use online calendars, you can use paper ones, whatever works for you. But take the time to, take the time, time to do it. What we want to do then is prioritize. Most of us will put in the other things first, as in like the work, like the things we've got to do for other people, like you're talking about, the stuff where we're going to fill someone else's jug. We want you to look at it the other way and, and really start to put in first what is the stuff that's going to fill me first. So time with my family is important. Time with my wife's important. My exercise time is important. Time to prep my food and make sure I'm eating the right things is important. So getting those things in first because what we've learned is we know if we get those things in first, then all the other things start to get better anyway because we're doing it with more energy, better level of nutrition. Our happy hormones are up through the roof because we're spending more time with the people we want to spend our time with. 
And therefore the other bits just get better and better anyway. What most people do is flip it the other way and think they've got to do the other things first. The feelings of guilt come in. Think they've got to do those things first and then the quality of those just just drop down yeah. so compartmentalizing the day and just taking the time to look at it once you start looking at it on paper you'll actually go hang on a minute that doesn't need to take that long i could probably get that done quicker or there was a whole big gap of time here that i didn't realize was there so going through that that process that process first okay the other thing um which we we're discussing before the call lease which you brought up is making sure you're really tuning in with your personal flow and what we mean by that, if you exercise better in the morning, then try your, your hardest to make sure that your exercise happens at that time. Okay, make sure if you can't do it five days a week, then commit to three days a week. If your body moves and exercises better in the evening, then slot it in, slot it in a, a, at that time or it's better in the afternoon. So your body, you're going to have better flow for your body at certain times of the day. There's certain times of the day are going to be better for you to eat. So if you find you, you operate better on three meals a day, and having a later breakfast, um, a bigger lunch, and um, dinner around six, then make sure if you're having a bigger lunch, you've, you've got time scheduled to go and do that. And if that works better for you at one o'clock, go do it then. The more you play and experiment with your body, and the, the science out there now that you can do this is, is phenomenal, yeah. but the more you do that, the, the better response and results you're gonna get. So as you're scheduling out, look for the times where your body's in, in the best flow. And if, if you're confused as to what works for you, if you're not feeling like your energy is good at the moment and you're exercising at six in the morning and smashing yourself with a high intensity session, try tweaking it. Try changing it and maybe switching the exercise to um, during the afternoon or early evening and try dropping down the intensity a bit and see if you get some more energy and see if it feels better. All of a sudden, the flow of the day and the flow of your, your health and body will change significantly. Yeah, and this actually goes back to the, the epigenetics testing yeah. program, for example, yeah. that we do and we've talked about on previous episodes. We know what our epigenetic programs are, what, what, our, what our user manual for our bodies is. So we know, and this is something that I used to do personally, was to get up early and smash myself with a high-intensity workout. And I was wondering why I'm you know, always exhausted, always you know, knackered, because my hormones were replacing themselves at that time. It wasn't the best time for me to be training. And so shifting it into the after, afternoon when my body's ready for it and by the same token I know that as far as brain power as far as business is concerned I'm better off in the morning from say 9 till 12 is where I'm optimal with my brain function and that's where I want to be prioritizing those important tasks of the day so in the morning I'll be scheduling in the priorities for my business uh, so that I'm not trying to do really deep thinking work heavy work at three in the afternoon when I'm feeling low again um, so it's understanding your body and you know you can come and do the epigenetics program with us and you'll find all that out uh, but failing that you can start to just experiment and get a feel for it and and a lot of you will be sitting there yeah but i go to work at you know eight o'clock in the morning every day and i work till six how the hell is this going to work for me yeah i we understand that i mean i have those limitations neil certainly has those limitations running a gym and a huge gym with 20 something staff and three children at home to get everything in and then running another business with me we know we do understand all that but if you have a plan in place okay you might have to block out the nine till six but it's what goes around that and what gets prioritized around that as to what you're and i mean i want to you know i've struggled with this neil has tried to get me to do this stuff for years and I've fought tooth and nail because I like to be spontaneous. I like to do what I want. I like to be my own boss. 
I like to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And so I fought tooth and nail, but then I was constantly overwhelmed and constantly chasing my tail. Um, and having a structure does not mean that I'm in jail and I have to follow that structure. But what I understand now is that structure gives me some guidance as to what's meant to be happening today. And if life gets in the way, which it always will, you know, someone's sick, someone needs this fixed, the car's broken down, whatever it is that's coming your way, that you understand that, okay, this was the plan, this, this section here didn't get done today, right, we'll just shift it to another day. But you have an outline. It's like having a training program. And if you, if you, you, you will have all your sessions for your training program in the week and you're not probably going to get 100% of those done. We know that. We know that as coaches. We know that when people try to get 100% done at the expense of their sanity, that's not conducive either. So we're not saying you have to be totally rigid. We understand that there are different personality types. I'm certainly a free-loving spirit who wants to do what she wants to do when she wants to do it. But having structure is really, really important and prioritizing your family time, prioritizing your health devoted time, your time to make your meals, your whatever it is, your yoga, your meditation time. Those are priorities because if you don't have that, your health, you've got nothing. You don't have your family, you don't have your job anymore, you don't have your income, you have absolutely nothing. So putting your body first is putting your family first. It is putting your children first. Don't feel like you are being selfish. This is something that you see so often, but the kids have got to be come first and they've got to be priority. Yeah, but the kids are not going to be happy if mum kills over or dad kills over because they were running themselves into the ground. That's not going to help anybody. So we need to reprioritize what we're doing and finding those blocks throughout the day. And don't assume as well, Lisa, that it has to be, um, you know, that exercise has to be for an hour. It's yes. where we've also got some huge wins as well. Is just, it's just looking, and I, I'm doing it personally myself. Sometimes I think I, I want to go and train for a, I want to go and run for an hour, hour and a half. It, some days that isn't going to happen, and it might end up being a, a, a 25 or 30 minute run, and that then fits nicely within the day with what I'm doing with the kids and, and work and that sort of thing. But my, my point is, is that I come back from that feeling great feeling like i've had the time for myself feeling like my, my my brain's clearer and that allows me to move forward the day so sometimes as exactly as you're saying if you've scheduled an hour but an hour's not going to work and you think oh, i've only got 20 minutes or 25 minutes you can still use that time yeah don't go time. it's a waste of time starting yeah, yeah, don't go oh it's not it's not going to work be flexible you're 100 correct you've got to be flexible with it and just look another days there'll be bigger times that come up one of the things that's worked well, real well for me and one of my mentors gave me some great advice on, I'm a real person, as you know, which drives you mad sometimes, but I love my lists. And <laughs> I, love having the, I love having the list in, the list in place. And I used to you know, have excessive lists with just as my thoughts came out, I put them down on paper. Take, give yourself a limit. I limit myself now. Um, I will either do it Sunday evening or Monday morning. I like to have the week set up with what my tasks are for the week and I know what I'm focusing on. I can then slot that into my schedule, exactly as we've been talking about. And I limit myself to 10 for the simple reason that then I have to prioritize. I have to work out what the 10 most important things I've got to get done this week. They're going to be bang for my buck and get and get them done. Some weeks I'll get them done on a Thursday and where I've had to have real discipline, but has worked well. If I get them done some weeks, then I'm not going to worry what needs to be done until Sunday evening or Monday the, for the following week. And I give myself that, myself that time that I can then go out. Well, 
that all happened a lot quicker than I expected because I know other weeks that it's going to go longer than I expected. So be flexible with it. And if you find yourself with, I've got a bit of time here, as you've said already, least don't feel guilty. Take that time and phone a friend, go and have a coffee, go and have a walk, do something with the family, do something for yourself, go and do you know, an extra yoga class or just sit back and relax, read a book. That is fine. And that's the beauty of having the schedule is it, it will move and it will be flexible. Yeah, so not putting, there was a, there's a great saying, um, people underestimate, uh, overestimate, sorry, what they can do in a day, but they underestimate what they can achieve in a year or in 10 years. And so look at your goals with that big view in mind and, and put only a couple of, we've been through this over and over again with our business, Neil. We're both running other businesses. We're both, you know, really strapped for time sometimes. And so instead of putting 100 things on the list, yes, we've got those 100 things we want to do, but it's picking out the two or the one, if it's a big one this week that we're going to focus in on and only doing that one. Instead of doing five minutes here, 10 minutes there, uh, I'll distract myself with this part of it has to be done. Of course, there are daily tasks that have to be done. All the emails have to be answered. All the messages have to be done. All the blog posts, all the social media, all that has to be done. However, when it comes to the big strategic things, only one or two things in that week are on your priority list because if you put too much on, you won't actually get the big work done. And this is, a once again, same business training. It's all the same. Prioritize where you're going to get the most bang for your buck. What's actually going to move you forward the most towards your goal? You know, that's really, really key. Yeah, 100%, 100% least 100%. And it's just making sure the other, with what you just explained there, the, the difference in how we feel at the end of the week. We, we flipped from feeling overwhelmed at the end of the week to that, that nice feeling of success when we, we get yeah. a job done. And then that's just a whole, we're actually, actually ending up getting more done than we thought we would. But now we're thinking about a couple of things, get those completed and then move on. And that's allowed us to relax a lot more rather than just getting to the end of the week and thinking, right, the list is still... still yeah, yeah, because there is always a ton, especially when you're in business. Yeah. There is always a billion, billion things you could be doing and you should be doing and everyone's telling you you should have done. Yeah. <laughs> you are only one person. You only have one ass and two legs and one head and you still need your eight hours sleep. So, you know, you, you can only do what you can do and it's getting rid of the guilt because the guilt is something that so many of us fight with on a day-to-day -day basis. If we're working, we're feeling guilty because we're not with the kids. If we're with the kids, we're feeling guilty because we're not at work. Instead of actually being present in the moment, yeah. in the job that has to be done right now in this moment and not thinking about the kids or the, the wife or the husband and the stuff you're not doing, being present where you are right now and then being present with them later when that time comes and not being, I should be at work. Because I'm very, been very, very guilty of that. I take time out to be with my mum, but I'm feeling resentful because I actually should be bloody doing my work. And, you know, and then that comes through in your, your expressions and your, in your emotions and the way you treat people and the way all of these things. So instead of having that, it's being present right now. This is where, you, where you're meant to be right now. And the next hour will take care of itself instead of, anticipating because you can anticipate your life away you can be always thinking yeah and i've got to do that and i've got to do that and i've got to do that and you're never actually living your life right now and you know when we get to the end of our days and um you know we are gonna all die at some stage we want to look back and go i don't think we're going to be looking back and going should i work wish i worked more you know exactly. i wish i'd that done another good. blog post yeah. i wish i'd done that bloody social post that i was meant to do and another you know we have to do these things but 
don't forget that you also have to live, that you also have to laugh, that you also have fun. And these things, I mean, I'm studying a book at the moment called The Molecules of Emotion, which is unbelievably good. And it's written by a scientist. And it's about how our thoughts actually affect our body, the, the endorphins the, or, or our hormones that are produced when we have certain states, you know, like gratitude states or happiness states or enthusiasm and how it actually blocks viruses from getting into you, how it stops cancer getting a hold on you, you know, all of these sort of on deep, deep levels that we are influencing our body with our mind, with our emotions. So being aware of that instead of just pushing yourself to the utmost all the time. And, you know, as high achievers, we live in a world, I know I live in a world, frick this bloody, uh, this podcast is called Pushing the Limits. And I am about pushing the limits, but it does not mean that you don't take time out for yourself because you can only run on the red line for so long before you'll empty out and crash. And, well uh, said. Well said. We've done that before, haven't we, Neil? We have. We have. We're now older and wiser and can tell all you guys <laughs> that the younger than us. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, all right, guys, I think we've uh, probably come any more last-minute tips there, Neil. No, just one, one thing to take away is just put – put half an hour aside to fill in your schedule because you'll see opportunities in it. And if you've got any questions, you know where we are. Yep. You can um, you can reach out and ask us the ask us the questions that you've got. Yeah, hit us up on Instagram at Lisa Tarmody or on Facebook at Lisa Tarmody um, or uh, check out all our programs, of course, our Running Hot Coaching programs and the Epigenetics program that we, we mentioned earlier on in the show. If you want to know when your best time of the day to be working is, when it's the best time to train, what to eat, how to eat, how many times a day, all of that great, great sort of information for your health and well-being, then please do contact us. You can either get me at lisa at lisatarmody.com or neil at runninghotcoaching.com. All right. Thanks, guys, and we'll see you again soon. See you soon.